0: What's good, Maryville? Welcome back to the Dropping Dimes podcast. I'm your host, Noah Cooper, joined as I am every single week by my man Perry Randall. How are we doing this week, Perry? Man, I
1: feel amazing. All-Star weekend. Was one of my favorites of all time, and I may be kind of biased just because my man Jermaine Cole performed at halftime, but uh, my favorite player in the league right now, Giannis, he was a team captain. Uh, Went against Team LeBron, and I thought it was an entertaining weekend overall i know a lot of people might say otherwise but i just think all-star weekend is getting better every single year
0: it was a hell of a weekend that opened up with a great friday night rising stars game um and a great celebrity game before that i didn't watch the celebrity game but i heard a lot of good things about it um, uh, did you watch did garbage. you watch either of those events perry
1: it, it was garbage all the way until the last seven minutes that the ray allen's team was down by 17 and out of nowhere uh i forgot the one guy's name he just kept stealing the ball and then it comes down to the last shot. It comes down to free throws, actually. And Ray Allen misses the sec- second free throw to try <laughs> to get a shot. And they missed. but it was a good ending.
0: Hey, he made the three pointer when it counted in the finals, so I'm sure he wasn't really too disappointed about missing I, that one. I
1: think that game is, or is more for names mm-hmm. first and foremost, and then after that, that little charity four point line.
0: Yeah, I think it would be really cool if in the celebrity game they really went out of their way to get big time celebrities to come to the game because right. a lot of years you got a couple big names. You know, they've had Justin Bieber in the past. They had Quavo this year. Um, I think it'd be really cool though if they really went out of their way if they really wanted to get the audience up for that game they i feel like they could pull some big time guys for that
1: i think that game is peak so far might have been the years where uh, it was kevin hart yeah. J. cole
0: nelly all those guys well kevin hart he that, that guy won the mvp four times and i think his team lost like three of them hey, just, he had like four points a game it's it's, it's fun when you have those names though it's yeah like, it's, it's
1: cool yeah he's he's just out there shooting around has was, a horrible night i think
0: it was like kevin hart Versus Usain Bolt or something, <laughs> just <Yeah>. dumb. <laughs> it, it
1: was some, it was some crazy stuff. But I think those years are probably the best years. Uh, these last couple years, we've had Quavo. Um I mean, we had a lot of
0: well, famous Los I believe, won the MVP. He did um, this year. So. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's cool. I think it's shifting more to like social media stars, yeah. rather than actually celebrities. Mm-hmm. So like, I we think saw that,
0: like Rachel Demita right? Um, last year, you know, the the 2K TV host from last season. Well, I would love to
1: see her again, her <laughs> beautiful self. Sorry. Hey, she
0: wasn't half bad either. I ain't,
1: She's beautiful, man.
0: <laughs> I think, like, Quavo crossed her up, too, or something. He if fouled I remember her. Right.
1: She did something, hurt her. <laughs> yeah. He said, Let me make it up to you on a date. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a legend, man. All right. So, uh, you, you obviously watched the celebrity game. I didn't quite um, get to uh, watch that, but I did watch the Rising Stars game after that. Um, definitely a good game um, with the Team USA team coming out on top. Um, something I didn't expect to happen. I felt like the. Um, international team usually tries to do a little better. I know they won last season with Bondanovich winning the MVP. Um, This year, Kyle Kuzma won the MVP of that game, and I thought that was a pretty good game as well, Perry.
1: Well, honestly, I thought that was a great game specifically for Kuzma. I think with this Lakers team in a dismal right now trying to figure everything out, it's important for the second star supposedly to – You know, make a name for himself, especially on the big stage, all star weekend. Uh, He has the potential to definitely be an all star for years to come, but it was just great to see him go off. He had 35.6 rebounds, so it was very entertaining. We had a bunch of alley oops as we expected, but it was great competition throughout the entire game.
0: Yeah, and my man, uh, Larry Markkinen, he scored 21 points, so that was pretty cool to see. (laughs) All star game is going to be in Chicago. Next season, so I'm hoping that that can be his first All-Star appearance. I'm sure they got to get a couple more wins for that to actually happen, but I'm hoping that can be his first one. Um, I know you just mentioned Kuzma's stats there. Um, You can kind of tell early, I feel like, in All-Star games, in the Rising Stars game um, between Team USA and Team World, uh, which player wants to go after the MVP? And I feel like Kuzma was that guy a lot of the game. I think he took 20-some shots in that game, um, the most shots out of anyone. So it, you could really tell that he was going after the MVP early.
1: Uh, yeah, you could definitely tell. He took 27 shots, so he was definitely out there chucking it up. But it was going <laughs> in, so that's okay. Mm-hmm. But then there was guys like Trey Young for Team USA. He had 25 and 10. Mm-hmm. So that was cool to see. He had a couple uh, nutmegs, so that was, yeah. that was fun to watch. But – Honestly, overall, it's such an entertaining game, especially with this uh, new generation coming in. We know that LeBron is on his way out. KD, he's getting older. And we're about to see this new echelon of talent. So it's always cool to see uh, all these guys put their skills on display on the big stage.
0: Yeah, and your man De'Aaron Fox, too, he had 16 assists, so he was dishing out the ball quite nicely in that game.
1: Uh, We're on our way to the top. I keep trying to tell you, man, (laughs) and I'm keep saying it, man. We're on our way.
0: You know, at this point, if I was to bet Lakers over Kings, I might almost be sweated towards the Kings <laughs> at this point. I don't know how I'm saying this, but I almost might be favoring the Kings at this point. We, we
1: need to go back and listen to the past few shows <laughs> where you've been just going hard on us. But now you're a fan, man. Hey, it's remember, okay.
0: I think I think five games into the season or so, they started off 5-0, and and you were hyping them up. I was like... Nah, man. Just give it a month. All right. We'll see where when they were, they are in a month. And I think in a month they were like still sixth or seventh in the conference. They're still hanging in there right now. Um, and it's kind of between those three. Um California teams right now for that last spot De'Aaron Fox looked pretty nice in that game and you know I think the Kings have a really decent shot at that
1: and us picking up Harrison Barnes makes it even better we just feel <laughs> great right now but let's get back to all-star weekend man don't let me go on a tangent off uh the Sacramento Kings because we we already know we're going to the top
0: <laughs> well that's what happens Saturday or Friday night excuse me if we want to move to Saturday night it opened up with a great taco bell skills challenge i think probably in my opinion the my favorite skills challenge i've ever watched um i don't know if you got to watch it perry but um i thought it was an absolutely amazing skills challenge that really came right down to the buzzer right until <laughs> the last man
1: that was insane i i mean jason tatum he knew what he had to do he knew he was behind so he just chucked it up from half court
0: and got the dub mm-hmm. man and i think reggie had been saying that reggie or kenny one of the two had been saying that the whole time you know I just want to see a guy who's way behind throw it up there from half court and then see what happens. And that's exactly what he did, and he cashed that.
1: He's spoken into existence, and it happened. Uh, I'm also glad for a guy like Jason Tatum. I feel like he's kind of had a lost season this year with the Celtics after having such a strong rookie season last year. And I just think that they need to figure out something to get this team back on track, especially with Kyrie, um, his impending uh, free agency coming up this summer. So I think that 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 was good for him uh just to get back on the right track but like i said man that was such an entertaining finish man they cheated my guy darren fox we know we were supposed to get the all trophy right, all hey right. sacramento we coming man just wait till we host the all-star game man i'll be there
0: <laughs> you know i really thought trey young had that in the bag as soon as i saw him well i didn't pick him before the competition but as soon as i saw him how hard he was trying compared to the rest of the competitors He was going all out. I was like, you know what, I think Trey's got this. As soon as I saw him in the first round do that, and it really did look like he had it, and he probably would have made the three-pointer anyway, but uh, Tatum kind of ruined that for him. Was there (laughs) there anything that stuck out to you besides um, the finish there um, in the skills challenge at all?
1: Honestly, I just love the idea of having big men in there. I think it's a great twist. I think Jokic was in there. Uh, And just watching it, I, I mean, I'm always a fan of the competition. Uh, the the trash talk that goes on in between the lines, but at the end of the day, it's all fun. It's all for entertainment, and you can really tell. And it just happened to play out to where we got to see a half court shot in this one. So.
0: <laughs> well, what did you think of before the skills challenge started? I think it, they had Ludacris. He was standing on that box, and then you had Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Ludacris wanted to be taller than Carl Anthony Towns, so he hopped up on that box um, to pick the teams for the uh, Skills Challenge. What do you think of that?
1: I didn't get to see that, so I, I don't know anything about that. But it sounds like it was fun. I, I know Ludacris is a big fan of the NBA, so whenever he's involved, it's definitely a great time. Cat, uh, I'm not a fan of him right now, but we're working on it. But uh, he had a great uh, game in, in the All-Star game. He had a couple good dunks, so I was a big fan, but... <laughs> I didn't get to see that part, but I'm Bro, pretty Ludacris sure. Bro, Ludacris walked
0: funny. out on that stage. I was like, "Hold on, is that Ludacris out there?" I said, like, "What's he doing on <laughs> Luda- the stage?" <laughs> yeah, and they said he's like, "All right, Ludacris is going to pick the teams." I said, like, "He's going to do what?" Because <laughs> I think in the past it had always been guard versus big man. Right. If I believe, I and mean, that that kind of propelled the big man to really go all out to try to beat all the right. guard. This time, I think a couple big men faced each other in the first round. They were kind of going slow. Um, but otherwise, I really thought the skills challenge was, in my opinion, my second favorite event of the night. And if they keep this up, it might even move to my favorite event. Now, my favorite event this season was the three-point contest, directly following that. And I thought it was a really cool thing by the NBA this year where they got uh, Glenn Rice and Dell Curry and um, Ray Allen to go out there and shoot. Um, three-pointers for charity before the event started. That's something I've really wanted for a while to get past players. I even spoke about this on Weekend Sports Kickoff. I said, how cool would it be if you got a guy like Dell Curry to go out there and participate in the three-point contest or lend his hand a little bit, and that's exactly what happened. So I thought that was a really cool gesture by the NBA there. Yeah,
1: yeah when I saw that, I was definitely shocked just because um, I didn't hear any announcements about that happening before the three-point shootout, and then especially having these guys that either played for – um the hornets in their past I or don't, i don't know what ray allen's connection is to it but i know he's a three-point knockdown shooter mm-hmm. so
0: and he missed every single one that's okay that's
1: okay he was there for fun he's a name and uh it was just definitely cool to see and that just shows me that the nba is definitely for the people they're always trying to raise money for charities and they're trying to give the people what they want and that's what i love about adam silver because whenever David Stern was the commissioner. We didn't see any of this, all these changes. It was kind of the same thing each year. Not a knock on David Stern, but it just is more praise to Adam Silver for going out of his way to make the All-Star weekend better each year.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I really enjoyed not only the 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 – Pre three point contest, but also the three point contest as well. It had a lot of big names. It had some underdog guys. I think Joe Harris was a lot of guy was a guy that a lot of people weren't necessarily predicting to win before the contest started. But we saw as the contest unfolded that he was definitely a standstill knockdown guy.
1: This was the only contest where I did not pick my man Sacramento Buddy Hill to win it, but Curry. That's the guy I picked to win it, and he was down to the wire with Joe Harris. And, man, I thought it was going to go down, but it was not to be, man. But Joe Harris, like you said, the underdog came in from Brooklyn just knocking down shots. And I think that's the biggest thing in this contest is that when you're not known as well as these other guys, you have no pressure on you. So you just kind of just go out there, and it's kind of just what you do in practice every day. And I think that's what Joe Harris really benefited off of. And now we know, now everybody knows his name now. I didn't know who that guy was until he came to the three-point contest. Yeah. So now I know him.
0: Well, he is the second leading three-point shooting percentage guy in the NBA this season, directly behind Bertans of San Antonio, mm. who I was surprised wasn't picked for this event because they did extend it to 10 competitors this year for the first time. They had always done eight before this since the induction of the three-point contest. Um, but my guy before the event started was Seth Curry. Um, I really thought that kind of like Dell alluded to before the contest, you know, you've been living in your brother's shadow your whole life. I, I want you to win this. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? I want Seth to win this too, you know? And we saw the exact opposite of that happen as he only <laughs> came up with 16 in the first round. It was
1: not to be. We know who the better Curry brother is. Probably the best, the, the best Curry in the family is, and that is Mr. Steph, Stephen Curry. But like I said, man, I, that's who I was rooting for. That that first uh, time he went and he was shooting me, I was like, oh, yeah, we're good. I should have gambled in Vegas on my guy. But <laughs> next round, Joe Harris just steals the show.
0: And you know what? It almost looked like for a while there that Steph Curry was going to be the guy to steal the show because he started off 9 for 9 right. from 3. And the crowd started going crazy. And Steph Curry the type of guy that I think when the crowd heats up, he doesn't really cave into the pressure because he's been under in those right. under pressure situations before. But it almost looked like he did cave to the pressure a little bit after that, as he missed his next four shots after starting off nine for nine. And then it was kind of a he kind of had to really try to get back in there. He made four of his five money balls. He would he would have needed five of his five final money balls to tie. So disappointing finish for Curry, but um, big time for Harry to come up with that victory. And then you got Buddy Heald finishing third in that uh, competition with 19 points in the final round. Hey, Sacramento's
1: on the rise. What else do I need to say?
0: <laughs> For sure, Perry. <laughs> now, the event after that, um, in my opinion, the worst event of Ooh. the night. But there was a couple memorable dunks, and that was the dunk contest. Um, Perry, what was your overall opinion of the dunk contest this season?
1: I'm always a fan. Um, I think we're getting to a point where we've almost seen every dunk and we're just seeing it from different angles. And I think that's what a lot of people like on Twitter are getting uh, re- re- frustrated with is just that we're seeing the same thing every single year. But for me, I love it just because um, this half of the stuff they're doing, the people on Twitter, they wish they could do. Mm-hmm. So they're out there doing honey dips over Shaq, uh, jumping over J. Cole. That stuff is insane, whether they miss or make. I get that we want to see all the makes in the world. And we just need something to complain about but i i love all or i love the slam dunk contest every single year of course there's years that are better than others for sure but at the end of the day i'm always appreciative of the creativity that these guys are trying to show the world on a big stage it's, it's a lot of pressure to um, do some of the things they're doing, like uh, John Collins when he tried to jump over the plane. That's such an amazing hey, idea.
0: Keyword I, tried. He tried, to man. Jump over Knocked the off plane. a
1: piece of it, man. <laughs> yeah, Disqualified. The
0: airman out there. But,
1: I, but that was cool. That was a cool idea to me. I just love seeing creativity, whether you, see, you see the dunk or not. I know he can make that dunk in his sleep. It's not that I'm doubting him now. It's just now I'm like, oh, man, I wish I would have just saw it. But after that, you kind of just move on.
0: Yeah, like you said, it seems like a lot of people have gotten tired over the years of people doing the same dunk a, a lot of times in a row. We've nearly seen every single dunk. That's what I think was so special about um, the dunk contest a few years ago with Gordon and Levine because those two guys were doing stuff that we had never seen before and we haven't seen since then. You know, right. We haven't seen a guy do an in-between-the-legs from the free-throw line. You know, We haven't seen a guy um, – What else did Levine? He did, like, three dunks from the free throw line. He did, like, an in-between-the-legs from the free throw line. He did, like, a 360 from the free throw line. Just stupid stuff, you know, stuff that, like, we have never seen before and stuff we're never going to see again. And, like, how Gordon did when he jumped over the mascot and did the – put his legs all the way up. I mean, I remember seeing something on um, Twitter that he had jumped. His legs were up higher than the bronze medal in the 2012 Olympics um, for the high jump that season, and this guy dunked the ball after that. So that's what I think made that dunk contest so special. And then I think this year, I think it was almost when I was watching it anyway, I just got the sense of boredom, like especially when they start missing a dunk and missing another one, and missing another one. And then it takes like five tries to get it done like Dennis Smith Jr. did. I think last time when he competed in the dunk contest, it was a lot of the same story. He tried to do a really cool dunk, but he just never got it done. And I think that's what really makes the the coolness factor of the dunk go a lot down when it takes some four tries to get it.
1: I, I mean, and I think that's just what comes with having an event that's every year. You're going to have good years. You're going to have bad years. It's just like having a president. You're not going to always have a great president, even though we voted for you guys. It's just part of the game. But at the end of the day, um, we we still saw some amazing things. I mean, whenever John Collins... Grabbed a backboard and did a reverse dunk. I was like, whoa, I, I've never seen that before. <laughs> and then Diallo he jumps over Shaq. That, I that. thought that was the best one of the night. Of course, with the honey dip. Yep. And then he rips open his jersey for that was nice. Superman. It I, was cool. I was
0: disappointed he, like... He, before he dunked it, he showed the Superman. I want to see that after the dunk. <laughs> you know, right when you dunk, j- jump over Shaq, no one knows, you rip right. your jersey I open, mean,
1: you know? Yeah, I, I completely agree. I was, when he did it before, I was like, ooh, we got the Superman. And then when he dunked, I was like, oh, I wish he would have did it when he was like yeah. hanging on the rim. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed the dunk contest. Like I said, there's going to be good years and bad years. This wasn't, The best year. But it's just like comparing the Levine contest to Michael Jordan whenever Dave was dunking. It's like – they could do those dunks in their sleep now, but it's just it's just part of the game. We're getting better every single year.
0: Well, and then and, something, too, I think Kenny talked about it, is it's not necessarily the dunk, too. It's how you react to the dunk. Right. So the, if you if you freak out after the dunk and act like it was the best dunk ever, even though it was might have been a subpar dunk, people are going to react to it differently because you made such a show about right, it. Right,
1: and I think that's what happened with – I think Oladipo a couple of years ago. He just had the Black Panther mask, mm-hmm. and that, his, his dunk wasn't that great. But since he had the Black Panther mask, everybody's like, oh man, yeah. this is great. Or like
0: everyone remembers Blake Griffin jumping over a car. He didn't really do anything. That was special, yeah. but everyone remembers this man brought a choir out on the court. Yeah. He brought a car with Baron Davis in it, you know, and he jumped over the Kia, and that's something that everyone talks about to this day, how great that dunk was. But really, was that dunk that great? I mean, probably not, but he just had the show all around it, which is something that made it so cool.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, you getting better every year. Yep. No, I wouldn't worry about it people on twitter relax it's okay we'll be back better <laughs> we'll be we'll be Chicago. back and we'll,
0: hey we'll see dunks that we haven't seen um in a long time I, hey, I do
1: have a theory though lebron would not have been good in a dunk contest wouldn't I, have he would not i think have. he would have been i think he's an in-game dunk i think
0: he i think he would have been great even if we would have seen some of those in-game dunks i feel like they would have been better because you have a guy that's going to throw it down with the force of lebron james
1: I mean, but, like, I've never seen him do any, like, crazy dunks. He d- yeah. really does, like, basic dunks. He did
0: one. It was in a pregame a couple of years ago. It was all over Twitter. I, I mean, I forgot what it was at this point. But, every, like, he did this crazy dunk in the pregame. I think it was his last season with the Heat. And it was just an insane. Everyone's like, "Get this man in the dunk on us now!" I think after Shaq saw that, he put out the million dollar right. bribe to him. He's like, "I'll give you a
1: million. Maddie Johnson yeah, for, and, yeah. and
0: Chuck was like, "I'll throw in some money <laughs> on that," you know. I and that I thought that was a big possibility then, but it seems like we're seeing after the game. It seemed like um, Giannis and it seemed like Donovan Mitchell were really interested in doing it next year. All right. I it's on Twitter. I think I think LeBron. I I really
1: think he's an in-game dunker. I think the same thing with Russell Westbrook. These guys, they just throw it down with so much ferocity. Yeah, so much force. Yeah, and then if they were to do it on a big stage, it would be like,
0: okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I'd like to see it, though. I mean, I I, I think
1: we would all love to see it just because we love the names Mm -hmm. and everything and what they do in the games, but I don't know what they could do as far as creativity. I think it's going to be plenty of props if those guys would ever participate. But a guy like Giannis – and maybe I'm biased because he's my favorite player. But I think he would be pretty good just because of his length and mm-hmm. his long arms. He could probably do like, – he'd probably throw it off – or put the ball on top of the backboard and come <laughs> go up there and get it and, th- and dunk it. So, you, I, I think he would be a good He'll one. Jump
0: over a ladder or something.
1: Donovan Mitchell, he's a weird one. I don't know if I really enjoyed him. I think I enjoyed his – He was all right. I think I enjoyed, like, his antics after mm-hmm. dunks, like whenever he had the Vince Carter jersey yep. on. But, I, I mean, I think next year is going to be a pretty good year. We're in the – home or we're in the town of mr michael Jordan. Well, everyone once again.
0: everyone knows that zion's gonna be competing in it too right
1: hey f- hey fingers crossed he's you gonna never be, know he's
0: gonna be competing
1: in you it. never know
0: hey he better be competing i in think it.
1: i think he'll be good i think i think he has some flight to him i don't think i don't know if he'll be a good basketball player but i think he's a you great. you don't know
0: i don't think no, i don't know we know
1: we know because of what he's doing against students.
0: Because of what he's doing against students. That's how we know. All right. <laughs> we'll
1: see. I don't. I don't know his basketball IQ and all that. I just think he's like he's miles ahead of them as far as athleticism yeah. right now.
0: Yeah, I think he. I think he's miles ahead of them in a lot of different categories. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, but um, I
1: think. I, I think a guy like LeBron would dominate him easily.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, you know, we're talking about a college I think, guy to a seasoned veteran. I'm talking
1: about if they were both in their primes. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're probably never going to see that. But if they're both in their primes. I think. LeBron would dominate him. I don't, I don't think that Zion would be on the level of those other guys. Like, I think
0: it's going to be really cool to see his development over time, um, and especially that's all starting, obviously, next season with his rookie year. Um, so hopefully we see him in the dunk contest next year. I think so that would be something really cool.
1: How great are the guys that come from Duke? What? How great are the guys that come from
0: Duke? Wait, this man's different.
1: Oh, okay. Right, <laughs> this we'll man's see. different. I mean, we've got some great guys. We've got J.J. Reddick, mm-hmm. Grant Hill. I mean, none of those guys ever won a title. Hey, we'll see with Zion, all right? <laughs> we'll see, man. It's a different story, all right? Hey, I, I, I love his, I love the, the show he puts on, but I don't know if he'll be a good basketball player.
0: Hey, let's move on from Zion and talk about um, the, the meat and potatoes of All-Star Weekend, and that was the All-Star game that happened on Sunday. Um, it looked like Anthony Davis might not participate in the event. He eventually ended up doing so, um, and it overall was a very, very great game. I thought – it was really cool to see LeBron's team be down by so much. And then it seemed like they had that concerted effort to get back into the game. And I just really enjoyed the season's all-star game.
1: It's just another LeBron comeback, his (laughs) team and everything, but no, for real, I enjoyed the game. Um, It was just entertaining. Uh, I thought team Giannis played pretty good and, Another knock on Steph Curry for not having his one of his best games in All Star Weekend once again. I always,
0: for some reason, like I, I'm, I got this theory. This man just doesn't care about the All Star games at all. He
1: was he was shooting terrible towards the end of
0: the game. Man, like, always, the man always open? does. Like I don't understand. I told you last week you picked him. I was like, I picked. I him, was man. like, for some weird reason, he sucks in All Star. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I don't know,
1: but I know that that man Kevin Durant he had himself a game once again.
0: <laughs> hey, he got- Giannis though. That man's gonna win an all-star game
1: MVP at some point. Oh, I already know. He that. just gotta
0: win the game. That's that's his biggest yeah, challenge I th- at honestly this
1: point. think if he should have won it, but his team just lost. Yeah. He had thirty-eight and eleven. And <laughs> KD had thirty one I had like
0: the first sixteen points. They were all dunks. Giannis
1: isn't like a walking show. So whenever Curry bounced the ball and mm-hmm. it went super high, he just goes and gets it. That was amazing.
0: Watching that live, it was almost like he stopped in air. It was like <laughs> I was watching the entire thing in slow motion. Like, he went up. And I, I was thinking in my mind, there's no way he gets this down. And he just stopped, waited for the ball, grabbed it, and went down with it. And I thought, I thought that was, like, the, one of the best dunks I've seen in an All-Star game.
1: Yeah, I, I loved it. Um I think it was cool to see uh, LeBron James and Dwayne Wade get that mm-hmm. out But uh both to each other. So yep. I thought it was cool to see that as kinda of reminiscent on their years in Miami.
0: And we got that new picture now.
1: Right. And he you know, Dwayne Wade was looking back mm-hmm. this time. So it it was cool to compare Dirk Nowitzki. He was high for a second there, knocking down yep, threes yep. back to back to back. And he just <laughs> on fire. Uh, which, Dirt, is what,
0: which is what we want to see. Hey, Dirk for game. MVP,
1: man. That started off uh, pretty early with well, I thought Luka Chris, Doncic. I thought Chris,
0: Chris Middleton might get the MVP. He was on for a fire. While. He was like five for five from three.
1: I think he had seventeen at the half. Yep. And I was like,
0: "Sheesh, man, the Bucks, man, they might be the real deal." <laughs> Giannis, I knew Giannis really wanted that MVP when not only he started out eight for eight, but he was. Like he he would have wide open layups and he'd be dishing out to anyone possible to get those <laughs> assists. He was trying to stat pad like none other. All I man. was like, are we watching Russell Westbrook out here or are we watching Giannis onto the I,
1: I but I did know that once they put in the Mister Seven Foot cheat code at the end of the game, <laughs> I knew I was like, okay, Team LeBron, they're about to make a run. Yep, so which is exactly what they did. That's too. exactly what they did. Katie made think two threes, couple mid ranges. Mm-hmm. I was like,
0: no well, one guy, it. one guy in my opinion that was kind of. Maybe this I never really saw anyone talking about this. Maybe it was just me watching him out there. I really thought Damian Lillard was kind of playing like a ball hog all game. I, maybe that was just me, and I love Damian Lillard. But I just thought from the start, I was like, man, this man's really trying to go after MVP. He started out shooting horrible, but he was still chucking him up there. He started off like one for six, and he just was shooting. I was like, Dang man, pass the bottom. Line. This is an all-star game and you're taking contested threes.
1: Hey, when you if you get voted in there, this is why I hate like about other guys like Lamarcus Aldridge and no knock on these guys. Lamarcus Aldridge. Al Horford, whenever he's an all-star. I want to see, I want to see some entertainment. So mm-hmm. my man Damian Lillard, of course, he's missing, but well, he's pulling off from the logo. That's what I want to he see. He got
0: pulled off. I was like, oh my God. Go ahead with your basso. he This, this guy's such a ball hog hey, in the man. all-star. He finished game.
1: with 18. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. He, went out,
0: he was on fire in the fourth. He hit that deep yeah. one, that heat check. That he really-
1: was he was part of the run yeah. that got them back, and then KD came in and finished it off.
0: I think if you remember that really deep three he hit, I think Team Giannis hit a three to bring it back to three. And then Lillard hit this three from like the logo, like you said, cashed it, brought it to six, and then I think Team Giannis was like, "Yes." Yeah, also,
1: it. I want to know when Kawhi Leonard starts shooting like that. That <laughs> man hit turnaround threes back-to-back. Was I was like, what the heck? And they were just I'll be beating him. i am be telling you he can do it. That was amazing. I'll be
0: telling you he can do it. Don't worry about my man Kawhi.
1: He's been working in New York, but <laughs> It's those, it's those <laughs> new balance shoes. I guess. I guess. Did
0: you see his commercial? I
1: saw it. It was pretty bland, and I, 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 I thought it. it was perfect. I thought it was good for him. I thought it was perfect.
0: <laughs> you know, Kawhi – He's a guy that, like, I feel like he doesn't get enough flack for, like, sitting out all last season just because he didn't want to be in San Antonio and then he got traded. Now he's an all star again. (laughs) So I just feel like that man doesn't get enough flack for what he did to San Antonio.
1: He's okay, man. Look, he's a finals MVP. He's. Multiple time Defensive Player of the Year. He's proved his game. He doesn't care. <laughs> hey, it's all right. He's back in action now,
0: bro. Well, I love those shoes, though. I really do. You do? I do. I think for Kawhi, like, and I love how it has. Do you, this,
1: do you love the idea or the shoe itself?
0: A little of both, really. Hmm. Like, the shoe is so like. I, I like. I mean, I think the idea just ties into it too. Like, I don't know if I'd go out of my way to buy the shoe. Yeah. Um. If like, I wouldn't go out of my way to buy the shoe whether Kawhi's name was attached or not. But I think the idea really helps it out a lot. And I like how on the back of the shoe, it's got, like, the Times New Roman font, like, Kawhi on one <laughs> shoe and Leonard on the other one. It's got, like, a period after it. Like, it's just some perfect Kawhi and Leonard combination it's, out here. It's
1: so bland. And but it's, like,
0: black, white, and red. Like, the three colors you'd expect to be on a Kawhi and Leonard shoe. Like, I know he's in Toronto, but you'd expect, like, some bland colors like that.
1: It's, it's perfect for him. But I, I love... I love um, I love how All Star Weekend turned out. Um, Ernie Johnson he uh, suggested that they should have on Saturday night they should have Taco Bell Skills Challenge, the Slam Dunk Slam Dunk Contest, and then the Three Point Contest, and then he said let's have the draft the night before. The All Star Game mm. that would be very entertaining. Have it on like on the on, on the court,
0: and all the players right. be there. Do you like pick the players? He said they're there like, anyway. Yeah. Why,
1: why don't we just do the draft? That's, that's a good idea. I just the only thing I could see wrong with it is not having that practice before the game yeah, that they true. have on Saturday morning. Yeah. But that would be such a great idea to have that. But it's
0: like, is that practice really important at the same time? No, it's not. Yeah, so <laughs> like I mean, they could get it done. That,
1: that's a great idea, though. So. Hey, Adam Silver has done a phenomenal job phenomenal, as the man. NBA commissioner so far. So I, I only see him continue to improve All-Star Weekend for the people, man. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. for the people. And LeBart- I, didn't, team LeBron. I, didn't know,
0: I didn't know, too, that that was one of Chris Paul's ideas to have the draft and stuff. I thought I it was it. I, I thought Whoa. it was all Adam Silver and then they said last week like Chris Paul brought the idea up and he accepted it. So like I mean, what a job for him right. to accept that, but you know, what a great, you know, thought of Chris Paul to be like, "You know what? We should have a draft for these players to so switch it up a little bit and bring a little more excitement in the game."
1: And I haven't Kept too many tabs on how Chris Paul has been doing. As I think he's the president of the Players mm-hmm. Association. And he the has Players been for Union. a while
0: too. Yeah, and, I, and it seems like he's doing a great job. Yeah. I think. Well, except they kind of messed up a little bit with the cap situation and how it went up so quickly. <laughs> and then and then it kind of screwed his guys out of getting the money they probably would have hey, gotten. Don't anyway.
1: tell Otto Porter that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, don't, having... don't tell Mozgov
1: that. They, they're having a good old time. <laughs> they love Chris Paul. <laughs>
0: Hey, that's why he keeps getting reelected. Hey, that's all right. It's the same, it's the same people from the, that three years ago. That free agent class—they're all like <laughs> Tyler Johnson and Otto Porter. They're all—they're voting him in every they single get year. In that bag, man. <laughs> Thanks, Chris.
1: <laughs> but I mean, I just—I just see it continuing to get better, man. Uh, like you said, Chris Paul and Adam Silver—they're doing a phenomenal job of communicating and trying to figure out what the people want, how we can make this thing better each year. I um, also love um, the NBA. All Star Weekend having J Cole, having Meek Mill, mm-hmm. these guys are like kind of fighting to be like activists in the community mm-hmm. for stuff that's going on. So it just shows me that the NBA really cares. I know they have something that says NBA cares, but they really do, just because you can tell that they're listening to the people.
0: Yeah. Well, what did you feel about that that J Cole concert, Perry?
1: Oh, you already know how I felt. Come on now, don't 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 ask questions. You already know the answer to. <laughs> it was phenomenal. It was the greatest All Star. Uh, halftime I've ever seen in my entire life. I can't even remember a past All Star halftime. Exactly. So I'll give you're it gonna to him. you're gonna remember this one forever, man. He, he
0: played some classics. He, he played some classics.
1: I was impressed that he played "Love Yours." That's that's a I big one. I liked it. To yeah. And And that's
0: that's not, like, a really upbeat, like, all-star game type of song, you know? And that
1: that shows me that he's just, like, staying true to who he is. You know, he always wants to give out a message rather than trying to get
0: everybody to shake their booties and all that, so. And something like, I feel like some of the songs that he played, I feel like those aren't really necessarily easy songs to be rapping on a big stage like that with all the people that he had watching, um, all the fans that were there, like. Um, like that in Lot verse, you know, it goes it goes pretty fast. You know, it goes pretty hard, and he didn't miss a beat um, right. on that verse at all. So I thought that was really cool by him that he didn't pick, you know, easy songs to be rapping. He picked his hits, and he really stuck to them, and he, I think he did a phenomenal job. Uh, same with Meek Mill as well. I thought right. he did a good job with the introduction too.
1: Yeah, I, I just I love what the NBA is doing. They're giving a, a voice to these guys. We know that guys like LeBron, um, Chris Paul, Carmelo, Dwayne Wade, the Banana Boat, they all have a voice, and they use it. As much as they can to show that you know we care about what's going on in the community and apparently the nba does too and that's why they had guys like j cole of course they're in his hometown as well but it's at the perfect time because we know what they're going to sing about yep and that's what also what meek mill did i'm a big fan of both so man i love all-star weekend man i had a great time man yeah. i wasn't even there
0: but i had a great time <laughs> It is was a good time <laughs> and you know i actually looked into i was like what are the tickets looking like for All-Star in Charlotte? Oh, that's insane. Because I was like, I kind of want to go next year. And in Chicago, because I was like, that's kind of close. And I looked about an hour before the game, and I don't know if ticket prices go up or down an hour before the All-Star game. I'd assume down almost because people want to get those sold before the game. Right. But to sit oh, way, way back for the All-Star game, it was 1600 bucks, Like way in the back right. row to sit in the 100 section – I want to say it was 4000 5000 area. So, I mean, you're going to be spending a pretty penny if you want to be going to All-Star game. And I assume Saturday night is probably a lot of the same story. Probably a little cheaper but still a lot of the same story. Man,
1: unless the good Lord blesses me with a bag, <laughs> I'm going to have to take some loans out if I want to see All-Star I'll, weekend. I'll be
0: watching the Chicago All-Star weekend probably from my couch once again. <laughs> that's alright. You know, as long as you
1: are enjoying it, you can't complain, man.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the most important parts is enjoying the All-Star game. And I think that's exactly what um, Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki did this season, it being their last hurrah, um, as you would say, um, being in the All-Star game this season.
1: And I think, uh, you know, Dirk, he's, he's having a good old time. You don't know if it was his last season. He that's just, what he said. He, he just keeps he saying, said. look, if I feel good, who said this is
0: my last season? I was like, I said, damn. <laughs> he, he really finessed another All Star appearance out of the NBA. He's having a great old time. He's dude. gonna he's gonna announce next week. He's gonna be like, all right, one more year. You're <laughs> gonna yeah. get it next year I'm too. Might have a part two. Hey, that's all right. He's with out me. here finessing All Star appearances out of the NBA at the this way, point. The
1: way he was shooting those threes, I wouldn't mind seeing <laughs> him again. He's he, he's fun. He
0: airballed some in the three point con. He airballed two of <laughs> he them. Did. I said, hold on, Dirk. Hey. Right. I, I'm a fan. I remember Bellinelli. He airballed a couple, and he won the competition, too. And and they weren't close airballs either. They were like a mile off. It's not Many about how won. you
1: start. It's about how you finish.
0: <laughs> For real. <laughs> For real. So, um, Perry, I want to ask you one more question um, before we end this podcast here, and that is do you – have any ideas that you would like to see implemented in the future to the all-star game? Um, if I had one, I would pick no conferences at all for the all-star game. I would just say, pick your best 30 guys out of the league instead of doing 15 for both teams. Just pick your best 30 guys. Do you have, um, something that you'd like to see added onto the all-star game Uh, or all-star weekend, I guess in general. I
1: love, uh, the idea that Ernie Johnson had about having a draft on Saturday night. Um, I think that would be a cool idea as well to um, have, like, the best 30 guys just because, you no, know, the East is terrible, man. Mm-hmm. They're getting better. I'll give them I'll give them credit. They're getting better. But there there's guys in the West that for sure deserve to be an all-star, mm-hmm. and they're missing out just because of their conference. So I would definitely love to see them take conferences away. But honestly, I couldn't tell you anything off the top of my head. I don't have any ideas. Maybe I need to go home, sit, sit on the toilet, and think about it for a couple hours. But <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll see. But I just know that...
0: You say hours?
1: Yeah, a couple of hours, man. I spend good How time on are the toilet. How you
0: sitting on the toilet for? I'm
1: enjoying my time, man. I scroll, <laughs> scroll, scroll. All right? But it's not about that. That's you personal the, time. You're
0: having the toilet seat imprint on your booty. Hey, man. <laughs> get, get out of my
1: business, man.
0: <laughs> but...
1: <laughs> hey, NBA All-Star, it's getting better every week, every year. And I'm enjoying it, and... Uh, I, I know that's continuing to get better, especially with these guys like Chris Paul, Adam Silver, mm-hmm. at the forefront. So we'll see.
0: For sure, man. And I think that's going to wrap up the Drop and Dimes podcast today. Um, shout-out to All-Star Weekend. Shout-out to Adam Silver, like you said. Shout-out to Chris Paul. Shout-out to everyone that was involved. Shout-out to J. Cole. Shout-out to J. Cole. Shout-out to, to the Meek toilet meal. I sit on, man.
1: Let's get this money.
0: <laughs> hey, shout-out <laughs> to everyone involved. Um, and you know, shout out to YouTube, Perry, for making this <laughs> Drop and Dodge podcast special. Um, wrapping up another episode today for Perry Randall. I'm Noah Cooper, and we out on the Drop and Dives podcast.